This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lisa, Missouri. You are listening to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Earl. Hello, ladies. Thank you for tuning in to the Diligent Teacher podcast today. I'm your host, Lisa Earl. Have you ever seen how fast a certain fear or emotion can spread? Many times we call this mob mentality. Now, mob mentality is a basic human behavior, but it isn't always positive. It is the adoption of behaviors or trends based on a circle of influence, not on one's own point of view, instinct, or knowledge. We see this a lot in the history of Israel. The Israelites were supposed to be God's people, but they let influences of those who weren't following God in. The book of Exodus starts off with the Israelites being in bondage to the Egyptians. They were slaves, and Pharaoh started feeling insecure because their population had become larger than the Egyptian population. So Pharaoh told the Israelites to kill all of the boys that were born to them, but that didn't work. Then Pharaoh gave the Israelites more work, and the children of Israel cried out to Pharaoh, saying, Why are you dealing thus with your servants? And Pharaoh told them that they were lazy, idle. They didn't have enough to do. The Israelites, led by Moses, wanted to go out and worship God, and Pharaoh took offense to this, because, according to Egyptian beliefs, he was a god. Why didn't the Israelites want to worship him? So then, we are given the account of the ten plagues, and these plagues were sent in order to show Pharaoh and the Israelites who was in control. These plagues undermined all of the Egyptian idols, their beliefs, about cleanliness, and they undermined Pharaoh's belief that he himself was a god. The plagues did exactly what they were meant to do. They laid waste to the beliefs of the Egyptians, to the land of the Egyptians, and to the livestock and livelihoods of the Egyptians, and Pharaoh finally let the people go. But it wasn't that simple. Pharaoh soon regretted his decision to let his Israelite slaves go, and he sent his army out after them. Soon thereafter, the Israelites were trapped between the Egyptian army and the Red Sea. And do you remember what happened next? Exodus chapter 14 verses 11 and 12 tell us what the people said to Moses. Because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you dealt with us to bring us up out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Do you see how quickly the mob mentality spread here? They had barely been freed from their slavery, and they were already thinking Egypt was better. God had led them out of Egypt by a pillar of cloud in the day and a pillar of fire by night. God had sent ten plagues to show them who he was. And as soon as the people were faced with something difficult, they complained. They still had not learned to trust God and to trust his prophet Moses. So God put the cloud in between the Israelites and the Egyptian army to conceal them, and then he had Moses lift up his rod over the Red Sea, and the sea parted, and the people were led through the sea on dry ground. But when the Egyptians followed, they found muddy ground that their wheels were bogged down in, and when the last Israelite had crossed, the Red Sea gave way and buried the Egyptian army in its murky depths. Verse 30 of that same chapter says, So the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. 
So then we read on into Exodus chapter 15. And Israel had gone from the Red Sea into the wilderness of Shur, and they were there for three days and had no clean water, as the waters were very bitter. Verse 24 says, And the people complained against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? Again, forgetting all of the things that God had done for them up until that point. And the fact that they immediately complained to Moses instead of petitioning God for their needs speaks volumes about these people. But God listened, and he told Moses to cast a certain tree into the waters, and the waters became sweet so the Israelites could drink it. And then we get to chapter 16, and the children of Israel had no food. And verse 3 tells us, And the children of Israel said to them, Oh, that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the pots of meat, and when we ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. And again, the Israelites have all of the sudden forgotten that Egypt was not a resort. They were slaves that were treated very poorly. They forgot that God had brought them out of that. They forgot that God had saved them from the Egyptian army. They forgot that God gave them good water to drink. And now they forgot that God is caring for them. Do they ever once ask God for what they need? Do they ever once thank God for what he provided? And really, we could go on and on. In chapter 17, the children think they are going to die of thirst again. And then they think Moses is dead later in the in this um, in this book. And they make a golden calf to worship. The mob mentality continues throughout their whole history. And you know how it goes. A few people started talking, and then they start complaining, and it just spreads like crazy. And then before you know it, you have the whole nation of people who don't stop to think about all of the things that had, that have happened, and who don't acknowledge the reason that those things had happened. It is so important that we as Christians are not disposed to immediately start complaining when something goes wrong. We have to train ourselves to stop and think about what is happening to us. We can't blame God for all of the bad things when Satan is alive and prowling around like a lion seeking whom he may devour. We can't believe that we are the ones making all of the good things in our lives happen when we have a God who is so rich in mercy and blessings and love. We can't let the influence of the mob to overshadow all of the good things that God has done for us. May we always stop to think about what God has done for us, and may we strive to always live according to His will and not according to mob mentality. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today, and remember, always teach others diligently. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.